There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. Okay, guys, in the spirit of Columbus Day, has anything of yours been stolen? Mm. Bills. Wow, wow, that's a good question. Definitely. A lot of my ideas been stolen in the music game and the promotional game. We are on record right now, ladies and gentlemen. On record. Rachel. Okay, me, you know what? I had a lot of stuff stolen from me in my life. But the one thing that I'm really still kind of pissed off about is back in the day, my kleptomaniac friend from high school stole my yellow sporty Sony Walkman. Wow. The yellow Walkman. Oh, shit. It <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like those were like one in, in, in a million. And, and I went to her crib and I seen this shit staring at me in my face. And I was like, that's my fucking Walkman. It's very hard. I'm still not over it. Who's next? Jamie. Jamie. Wow. Does uh, my virginity count? Um, no. Actually, no. I, one of the worst things that I ever got stolen from me. I, I was a young kid, and I was at the, I was at a New York City public pool, and somebody broke into my locker and stole my Transformers the movie soundtrack. Oh, I had it, a cassette tape Damn. of it. It was like mid '80s. I was like super young, and I was crying. I remember crying in the pool because they stole my tape. So that was definitely an Optimus crime. Oh, Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo. Oh, Frank, end yo, it off. Frank, you gotta do it. Yo, living in New York, I've, my shit has gotten stolen from me over the years. But the craziest shit that ever got stolen from me that I'm still thinking to this day, I was in some chick's house in the Bronx, and I had some tins on like in the 90s. And she was like, yo, after I took them off, she was like, yo, them jams are smelly. So she was like, yo, put them out on the fucking fire escape. So boom, she takes the big gate. We open up the big gate. We put the Tim's outside, outside like 11 o'clock. And yo, when I come out in the morning, the Tim's are missing. Wow. But the best part is that she lived in the fifth floor. So someone climbed all the way to the fifth floor to steal some bum ass Tim's from me. Oh, maybe they just came down from the roof. So that was actually like a quicker trip to the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my DJ scratch yo's because you heard his voice in the opening. We have the president founder of the Latin mix whole enterprise, Mr. Montano is here as our guest co-host. What's up, Pills? How are you? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Dímelo, dímelo, Frank. Pills was one of my favorite guests last year because he had the he had the great John Travolta story that we were all like literally in the studio crying laughter because that story just has so many twists and turns. It was so funny. You might have to give us a refresher on how your friendship is evolving with John Travolta. But hey, everybody, it's your friend to the end, Rachel La Loca. This is our show, our little old show called the Latinos Out Loud podcast. What's good, people? What's good? What's really good, though? Who else is in the building right now? Please state your name. What up, what up? It's Jay Ferns. All right. (laughs) Frank Spiracy lives in the house. Yeah. Yo, Frank got his thinking cap on right now. Like, literally, he's wearing a cap. (laughs) 
and you just look like the cranks are cranking. I see something's bubbling up for Frank, Sp- Frank Spiracy News. No doubt. <laughs> well, here we are again, brethren, friends, guests, everybody joining us out there in podcast land. How are you feeling? It is Columbus Day. Who gives a fuck about him? You know what I mean? <laughs> um but, you know, I want to just give a quick shout out uh, about something that I really do give a couple of fucks about is um, I had the pleasure, you guys, of hosting Happy Hour for Twitter's Twitter Voices Latinx celebration of uh, Latinx Heritage Month. So that was uh, a couple of days ago. And I just want to shout out the Tweeps. They call themselves Tweeps. How cute is that? Like people that work for Twitter are called Tweeps. Get interesting, it? Like, interesting. Twitter, Twitter peeps, Tweeps. Uh, so cute. Tweeples? So, the Tweeples. Yeah. Oh, I like that better. Oh, my Tweeples. Hey, yo, my Tweeples. What's up, my, my Tweeples? tweeples. <laughs> so, Rachel, you said happy hour. Were people drinking? Yes. Ooh. I mean, people were sipping. And the wonderful thing about this Twitter Voices thing, this is now my third event that I've attended. My first that I've actually been on, you know, the cast for in hosting. Um, they send us vouchers like for meals, like in case you guys don't remember, I'm part of this group and Jamie's now part of it too, like uh, Twitter voices where they talk to influencers across Twitter in uh, the black space, in the Latin X space. And they talk about issues just to see how they're doing, you know, with the platform, how it needs to evolve. This is how I guess they keep their ear to the ground. And it's led by an executive over there, Goddess Rivera, shout out to Goddess Rivera, who is also on the Fortune magazine for under 40, where I was quoted based off of an episode of this podcast where I talked about the last Latinx leaders event at Fonda Boricua in Spanish Harlem. So it just goes to show they're really paying attention. You know, the topic of Donald Trump and his tweets came up. Shout out to Julio Varela from NPR and In the Thick podcast and Latino USA, who was there uh, repping and asking those very important questions that Twitter needs to hear because mm-hmm. we all have them. You know why? You know, and just this a couple of days ago after this Twitter voices thing, I think one of Trump's tweets got um, flagged because he was not quoting something correctly. He well, what else? I don't know who all these tweets are. <laughs> I don't like them. So I just want to shout them out real quick for having me on board. I got to do some really fun trivia games, which you guys know I love to do. So I wrote a Latinx Heritage Month trivia game and like a scavenger hunt where people had to go find stuff in their kitchen to play the game and everybody won Twitter swag. And then it went into the run of show with all the speakers and breakout sessions. So shout out to Goddess Rivera, shout out to Buki, Sayoban, and everybody who put that event together who's communicating and empowering and uplifting the Latinx community on Twitter. What have you guys been up to? Well, um, this weekend I um, I went skeet shooting. Skeet, skeet. Um, if you don't know what skeet shooting is, it's you go on a range and you have a kind of a little like shotgun with these pellets and a heavy ass shotgun. And you got to shoot like these um, like clay pigeon type things that just pop out. So you say pull and then the machine just you know throws you know they they let it go and they're like birds in the air and you just gotta like it's like duck hunt everybody played duck hunt yes yes duck hunt and um i was very bad at it i was very bad (laughs) but i have a question for you uh how's your shoulder feeling so yeah it looked like i took off my shirt afterwards and i got home and it looked like i just been in like a 12 round fight with floyd mayweather (laughs) like i had all these black and blues on my on my shoulder on my on my the left the the right side of my chest i'm like what the hell just happened so um like i said the shotgun the shotgun we had very heavy like i had to i had to change sides i had to be ambidextrous (laughs) because i was like yo this i can't carry this and then you gotta focus you know you gotta you gotta focus you gotta aim all this shit there was a woman next to me she was kind of you know giving us little tips she was the one look you know watching us and she tried to get, you know, at first she was giving me regular tips. She was like, all right, just, you know, follow the thing. And when it comes out, not too quick, not too whatever. But by the time I missed like 20 in a row, she just was like, her advice just got worse. She's just like, just get some balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's your balls? Man up, man up. And I just was like, yo, I can't do this. This is not my thing. But finally I did. I at like at the end, I got like two out of my last eight. Wow. 
And so I felt good about that. That's horrible, mind you, because everybody else. This was for my 13 year old, my 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 nephew's 13 year old, uh, his 13th birthday. What? Wow. What a and, birthday party. And he had like like triple the amount of things that I got. <laughs> so Jamie, I was, I was getting very emasculated. Uh, Jamie, and, sounds like a militia birthday party or something. What the hell's going on? Yo, the pictures <laughs> we took. Yo, the pictures we took look like we're like some militia group. Like. <laughs> <laughs> a militia group that like that, you know, that shops at like uh, Forever 21 or some shit. But um, so hard. we're not that scary looking, not that scary looking. But um, so, yeah, but it's fun. It's an experience. I know what I described. What doesn't sound fun. But Rachel, you said you've tried it, though. I would I would actually like to see you do that. Oh, my God. I have so many pictures. I, like first I was terrible. And, you know, I do it in Tampa because that's what people in Florida do. Shout out to Florida. And uh, after like the second, third time, I got a little bit better. And by a little bit better, I mean, maybe one out of 10, not two out of eight. So that's pretty good. And yo, but that shit really hurts your shoulder. Like for weeks, I couldn't shrug. I couldn't say, I don't know. Like I couldn't even do that. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I was asking for like, can I get like the the, the, the guns the kids use and stuff? I wanted to. <laughs> Like my nephew was using a, a lighter gun and he was like, I want to use the big gun. And I'm like, I want to use your gun. Oh, <laughs> Let's, switch. gun. Let's switch. Let's switch. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Violence is fun. Violence is fun when it's used <laughs> properly. That's crazy. Pills, what's popping? Not nah, man over here trying to stay alive. You know how it is in this new, the new norm. You know what I mean? How are you doing with the new norm? Because you seem like somebody who's like, always out and about and so now <laughs> you had to kind of be stuck in a lot of the time and at least in the early going how was that for you oh man it was it was kind of like one of those uh reality checks you know what i mean because every you know we, we don't we didn't know what what was expected if it's gonna last a week if it's not then it's like it's getting bigger and it's getting worse and it's like you don't know and then in my my line of work which is you know the nightclub business the event business it was like okay, we're going to push this back and then prep for that and then push that back. And it was like, you know, then you're not getting any money in. So it's like, it was just becoming a, a nightmare. And, you know, and people around you getting sick. And it was like, I didn't want to even leave my house. It was like, like, like if you go out to the supermarket, you look and you're like, uh, looking at everybody, like, does that person have it or not? You know what I mean? It was like, you know, but, the business, I mean, definitely, I will say we took up, we still, still is not, you know, by any means, you know, back to normal, but it was, it was definitely, you know, it still is one of the roughest things that we have to deal with, you know? Pills, tell, tell us about 4F Music. So, um... 4F music, that was like very direct, by the way. <laughs> was like, I'm, I'm sorry, Pills. All right, Pills. This Frank is it. wasn't right. trying to segue Fra Fra into anything. Frank, no this is segues for Pills today. Yo, Pills. Nope. 4F music, dale, tú tienes dos minutos y se acabó esta vaina. I'm sorry. Pills is like, Pills is like, yo, so yo, it's really been a tough time for everybody. And Frank no. is like, yo, tell us about 4F music. <laughs> No, no, for the listeners, Pills has a shirt that says 4F Music. So, you know, I've been looking at it. So I really wanted to know what it was all about. So so the whole pandemic um, made me um, kind of like, obviously, restructure a lot of my uh, way of making money and, and putting music out. So I kind of started um, a new label of DJs that actually do remixes. So we, we kind of came with a concept where we get songs, older songs or songs that have done well and um, with uh, streaming and we kind of make it better and we kind of re-release it. Um, a lot of, you know, this business has not been done. We are kind of like the founding fathers of it. So um, 4F, you know, with a lot of um, different artists from Brazil, Mexico, uh, we've done Dominican Republic artists. We've done Puerto Rican artists. We come and and we just, you know, we, we redo the song and we distribute it. You know what I mean? My apartment number is 4M. So you're kind of, 4F is like a couple, <laughs> a couple doors down from me. So. Well, yo, that's funny that so. you say that. I happen to know the insider knowledge, but do you want to share with everybody what the significance of 4F is? Of course. Um, 4F is, always, is, is, is very dear to me. And the only reason why... I do what I do is because of my cousin DJ Threat. Um, everything, everything he does, from you know uh, everything he did for the music industry, I try to keep it 
going. So 4F was his um, apartment building in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. and, okay. and we used to wow. and we used to sit in the in the floor because we had no furniture, and we used to sit there and like plot on how we're gonna take over the music industry. Now this was in 1999, 2000. You know what I'm saying? So that's how back it was. And then it's like, now it's like, okay, things are kind of coming back in, in, in a way. And I feel like when I was looking for a name, I was like, what else? Do, I don't have to go far. It was like 4F. It was just like that. It was, we, we used to be like, yo, where are we going tonight? We're going to 4F. Yo, yo. what are we doing tonight? We're going to 4F. So <laughs> I hate that. So that's how, that's how the whole 4F music, everything I do happens to have a purpose behind it. If not, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? So from Latin mix to, you know, turntable assassins to, you know, heavy hitters, everything that I've created, everything that I've created. Wow. It has, it has that. It has a meaning. It has a meaning behind it. So you, going back to kind of the nightlife and how things have changed in the new normal, like what do you what is kind of like the middle ground now? Like because there's a lot of these parties that you see in the news where people get people, you know, when they find them out, people get right. kind of arrested. They had a party recently where it was just a bunch of uh, <laughs> you just saw a deserted hookah <laughs> hookahs like just left over in the party. And the cops like, you know, the cops are getting all the hookahs evidence. But it's like, what is like the middle ground? How do people like party again? Normal. You know what I mean? It's so difficult, man, because every place, there's so many rules, regulations. You can do this, you can't do that. You can't wear a mask and people do this. So it's so difficult, man. I look at it like, remember back in the days when prohibition, like the government was like, yo, that's it. No more yeah, alcohol. Frank was around, ask Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Frank, that's why he got his name, Frank Nibs. Tell us, Frank, what was it like in prohibition? <laughs> that was, <laughs> he had a speakeasy called Frank Nibs spot. <laughs> the nib spot, <laughs> nibs. Yo, in the saloon <laughs> that I that I that I bounced at. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> that was crazy. So what what was happening back then is the same thing. You put up, you put you put rules and regulations. You can't do this. So what happens to to everybody that wants to go out and 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 have and have fun? A lot of people want to do that, so they find ways. How you know, like underground parties? Ooh, and 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 there's we're a like password. We're like secret passwords. Secret passwords. No, why am I not getting invited to any of these? I'm you gotta be right now. You like, gotta, what's you, the deal? Yo, you gotta be cool. Well, I was invited <laughs> to one. Actually, I'm lying. Frank and I were invited yep. to a 420 underground party. Shout out See? to them. Yep. See? Yo, are these are these BYOTs? <laughs> Bring your own thermometers. <laughs> That's it's crazy. You got to bring your own everything. Now, sometimes it's crazy, but, um, you know, it, 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 they have a lot of underground parties that is the only way that you can kind of keep going and, and, and find a place that you can have fun. You know, young people want to have fun, dude. Like, hey, have you been so like, can you just give us a quick like experience of you in one of these underground parties? Yeah, Anything like, are you an underground party promoter? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> no, nod your head. There's a disclosure. <laughs> Even if, even if you were a guest, you know, in quotations, a guest. Listen, I'm not going to say too much, but I do have to say that there are parties. They are not, prom they're promoted, but you don't know where they're at. Oh, so unless nice. you know the people that are doing it, you're not going to just like walk into a party and it's popping. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it. I already get lost so. going to parties where I know the directions. Now I'm not going to know where it's at. <laughs> correct. Correct. So you have these parties that you, they look, I mean, and then you, you get to them. And, I mean, obviously it's the last minute, so you have no choice. So when you get there, wherever it is, it could be like what you just saw in the news. It was in a, in a park in the middle of the park, yeah, it's, in Queens, it's, it's Queens. Or be like, yo, this abandoned block, block blockbuster is, is <laughs> yo, it's crazy. Yo, the party is kicking. Why the fuck are we like behind a red lobster right now? And like, what is happening here? It smell like seafood. Is this What's where the party? Is? You gotta do, yo. I've seen apartment. I've I've seen apartment joints. People knocking on on doors, putting the code backyard parties, and they make them look like. Yo, VIP, VIP tables, charging to get in, oh security, God. hookah, 
Yo, it's crazy. This game is crazy. But hey, people got to make the money. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. You know? So facts. that's that's what it is. That's what we have. Franklin, are you going to these parties with pills? What you doing? Well, we were supposed to go to a party last Saturday and, you know, things got heavy. On the, on the I've been chilling. <laughs> I've been chilling. I did my first, I did my first uh, uh, read online on a Zoom. So it was kind of weird. Shout out to Kevin Gruyon that was uh, on the read. Um, well, shout out to Kelvin real quick. I saw him in a Tic Tac commercial. Yes, yes. Hey! Yeah, a real Tic Tac. And like he looked, he shaved off his beard. He looks like t- 10 years old. Yeah, oh he God. took a Tic Tac time machine. Yeah. But um, I gave him props. I was like, yo, like good, good shit, man. Look, it's a good look. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a minute. I haven't seen him since the since the, the hundredth episode. So it was cool. I saw him on the Zoom. I didn't even know he was on. So it was a good experience. It was kind of weird, like going over a script on Zoom. But uh, it was great because everybody's starting to work again. Everybody's starting to get their, their wheels turning. So that was kind of exciting. Wait, so it was a, you were on Zoom doing the script reading? How, how do you... How was that? Like, you think the it, uh, any difference from like any of the live script script readings you've been to? Um, not, I mean, to be honest with you, it went seamlessly. I mean, you just you miss a beat because of the Zoom uh, format, and you have to be like off a little bit. It's not like you're actually in a room, so it's a little it's a beat off. But I think it's it's good because if you're in, if you're in different spaces, you can just get everybody in a room and just go over the, go over. The director asks everybody for you know notes and their opinions, and everybody was on. It was like you know almost like 10 people and I, I thought it was very productive you know there's a lot of like um a mute please a mute you're right muted. you're muted can you mute again right right damn <laughs> jamie you must have been on a few of them yes that's how it is <laughs> yeah that's like mm-hmm. the universal like you're on mute you're right. you're still on mute yeah. unmute yourself right <laughs> but, but what i got and then when i'm talking it's like a mute mute right jamie, please mute, mute yourself, please <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys have been on your share of them. What I like about it is that creative people, man, they got to be creative and they'll find any means or necess- that, uh, that is necessary to get shit done, you know? Yeah, I mean, look at the nightlife and look at the, you know, what you did with the script writing. Like, people are going to find ways to, um, like Pill said, like, you know, adjust to the new normal until it becomes normal. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Well, with all these parties and everything happening underground, don't you think a good way to operate a guest list is to have one of these ring video doorbells in place? This way people could see who's approaching the house through their app on the phone. Wow. Rachel, you just said my three favorite words lately. Ring video doorbell. Okay. this I'm, I'm obsessed with this product. I mean, it's like this revolutionary camera that you know, you just shows you who's outside your door and I literally could See who's outside my door while I'm having taken like a bubble bath. Not that I take bubble baths, but if <laughs> hypothetically, but you know. we know you do. You said it on well, the podcast. You, well, you times. bought me a bath bomb one time, all right? So you know I took at least one. Also, oh, it's my but... fault. I didn't get you started. You've been doing this forever since I've known you. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> we all here love Ring video doorbells. We've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. Rachel, you even got your parents hooked on Ring. Yep. I did, you know, and I'm not like ring videoing into their home, just so you know, even though I, <laughs> even though I did just see my father's uh, uh, delivery of Viagra by accident. But anyway, um, that's wow. a different. <laughs> I thought they I thought they carry those in boxes that that, that don't say Viagra. No, I, I, I the mail was open and I thought it was whatever. It was a bottle and it was some uh, prescription for him. Anyway, um, I don't want to talk about it. So the ring video doorbell is very special because like I told you guys, like there are a lot of condos being built in South Brooklyn right now. And so it's just becoming more populous, more populated uh, the neighborhood. And with that, of course, there's going to be an increase in crime as we're seeing across the five boroughs of New York City right now. But I will tell you this much. I feel a lot safer and I go to sleep more sound knowing that my elderly parents have the ring video doorbell installed. And I do have access on the app. I am not a peeping daughter though. I'm not, you know, in their business, but sometimes they're here and we could easily see their food getting delivered, Amazon pulling up, the neighbor's dog peeing in the driveway busted you know what i'm saying so it's just a really good security um measure to take and it's so affordable i could already see your father trying to get everybody else in the neighborhood to get a ring yes (laughs) you know he could start a new neighborhood ring watch oh yes a neighborhood (laughs) ring watch that's good any any others that you got in your hey hey everybody put a ring on it (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that I don't think actually Ring can use that uh, legally, that that catchphrase, but um, something. I think Beyonce know, owns it, doesn't she? I think she? Beyonce owns it. But, I'm, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure Beyonce probably owns a ring. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A ring in every room of the house of the mansion. Um, but Frank, okay, we've been me and Rachel going to talk about ring the whole rest of the show. Unless just give the uh, audience information on how they can get one. All right, right now, guys, get a special offer on the ring welcome kit when you go to ring.com/loud. The welcome kit includes the ring video doorbell three and the Chime Pro. It's all you need to start building a custom security for your home today. Just go to ring.com slash loud. That's ring.com slash loud. All right, you guys. Well, ring me along. Now it's time for Bochicha. Bye. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochicha. Waits. I've been waiting all day. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's going on, brother? Hi, yeah, what's going on? Chilling, man. Chilling. Just want to make sure I don't have like a fly on my head, right? I don't oh, want to. I don't want to pull a pence. I don't want to pull a pence on the podcast. Here we go. Oh man. Did you guys see that debate? I mean, at least we under we, people weren't interrupting each other at that much. Well, yep. this is just all the buzz, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like the best part of the debate, I think, was Kamala pulled like something that something I, I would see Rachel doing. Like if somebody was interrupting her. Uh, I, I'm talking, guys, I'm talking. <laughs> Jamie, Frank, I'm talking. I just think that's that's something I think Rachel, I can see Rachel doing like. <laughs> Because it's like a nice debate. way. It's a it's a code way of saying shut the fuck up. Yeah, okay. right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I think if if somebody kept interrupting you, I think you'd throw in like a motherfucker in there or something. I'm talking, motherfucker. I'm talking. That's more like it. That's more up my alley. Now you're talking. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've, I've like this is such a weird election season. I don't think I've ever really watched debates like they were. You know. I, I think I was watching it over watching the baseball playoffs. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just check the score of the game later. I'm going to watch this debate. I'm like, since when, you know, people are like really um, into the politics stuff now because of whatever reason, whether whoever you're voting for. Um, but it's some serious shit right now. So anyway, that but the fly was the funniest shit. It was just like people had all these jokes. I said, I said, yo, the fly wasn't on Twitter. I wrote the the fly wasn't practicing social distancing, so it must be a <laughs> it, it must be a rebug rebuglican. Oh no! Jamie! No, a bunch of people commented, Jamie. <laughs> yo, Jamie, I heard that fly was a CGI a fly. Oh, oh, that's a Frank conspiracy right there. Whoa, Frank, you're saying that it was placed in post? Yes, it was. It was George Lucas's industrial light and magic created that fly. (laughs) Wow, that's a bold statement. Um, (laughs) Hey, who knows, man? You know, that'd be uh, crazier things have happened. Well, am I the only one that ordered it already to wear on Halloween? Because it is a Halloween costume. Damn. It's on its way to me. I can't wait. But you need you need the white, all white pence hair. Yeah. To get the full effect. To get the (laughs) full Yeah, you just have it on your one strand. You just have the fly chilling there. Oh guys, a great yeah. Halloween costume. Yeah. Let me just find a fly. There's plenty of them here in Manhattan, and I'll just put it on my uh, on my. Well, hair. I always I always knew you were destined to be a fly girl. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh Jimmy! Let me find out you a Spanish fly. Oh, oh shit! More. All right. More. <laughs> more no we're good i think that's it yeah yeah your flies open though your flies open stop it Um, (laughs) okay guys um let me start with you know i guess that could have that was like a a mini bite there um another bite bad news for um people who love show tunes um broadway is gonna be staying out of they're not doing shows 
all the performances are canceled through May 30th, 2021. So what? Broadway, there's not going to be a Broadway show for a while. At first, people really? thought it might come back in January, but not. Nah, um, um, and, uh, you know, Broadway, also known as, known as the Great White Way, and that's not Donald Trump's new campaign slogan. Oh. Um, but um, no, so... <laughs> You know, but I, and there's like a there's a, a bunch of reasons why this is happening. I mean, um, first of all, a lot of the Broadway audience are older people. And I don't know if you guys been to any Broadway shows recently, but you're I'm always sitting next to like a 95 year old, you know, woman from, you know, Long Island. Ethel. Ethel, Ethel. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, I love cats. <laughs> that was like the back in the day commercial. I'd see it again and again and again if I could. Remember they used to give the testimonials? Oh my god. I've always wanted to be in one of those testimonials because people are so happy. They've never been as happy as when they leave they leave a Broadway show and they get on the they do a testimonial. It's like, oh my god, this was the best thing I've ever seen. Ever! Ever! They catch them right in the height of the emotion, right after the curtain. You know? I felt like I was really in a jungle with lions. <laughs> the Book of Mormon, I'm converting. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, no. Um, but that's sad, yo. It's sad because the old people are not. What else older people going to do? Like, it's either Broadway or Pinochle. I don't know what they play, but. Um, Mahjong? Mahjong. <laughs> Is that like is that like a foreign version of Pinocchio? I don't know. It just um, sounds like a game that old people would play. Another like another reason they have to you know they're not they're not getting audiences. Tourists. New York doesn't have any tourists. I don't know if you why I, I was in Central Park um, this weekend and I didn't see. I don't think I saw any tourists in like Midtown. You know what I mean? They're all gone. Yeah, usually you're bumping into people taking pictures or like they don't know how to they don't they don't know how to cross the street the right way. You know, it's like hey, it's don't walk, so walk. Hello. What are you new here? You can walk on a red light, tourist. It's fine. This is New York. Uh, but um, um, so yeah, I mean, none of the tourists. So tourists and old people, and then the theaters are all all the new uh, Broadway theaters are like they were all built in like the 1920s or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're always sitting. The chairs are all like super close to each other. Have you ever experienced that in a Broadway show? Yeah, people like, around when they built them. So yeah, were, were people you know, small back then or something? I don't know. I know because my legs don't fit. I have to actually like ask the person in front of me if I could just lay my leg on their shoulder a little, you know, just at least in, at least for like one, you know, one act, maybe like the, the first half of the first act. Um, you can knee somebody in the neck while they're watching the show. That's gangster right there. Pills, do you are you a Broadway person? What was the last Broadway show you've ever seen? I went in the Heights. Oh, in the oh. Heights. Okay. I was the only Latino in the second row. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm from Long Island. <laughs> All these Long Island 90 year olds. Oh my God. Oh my I God. Love, I, Are you from the Dominican Republican? <laughs> You're Dominican Republican? No way. Tell us about your country. I think they, after that, they thought all bodega owners like sang. <laughs> Can you sing something for me, please? Tell me about these car services that you Dominican Republicans use. What is this base? I don't understand. I could get a gallon of milk and a song. What? Uh, <laughs> did you? Did, did, uh, so you could? You never got into see Hamilton? Nah, they have enough money for that one. <laughs> oh, man, that's a tough ticket. Tough that is ticket. A that's tough. That's Hamilton tough. is rough. I didn't even I mean, make it. We knew, we knew people who knew Lin Manuel, and it was like, nah, nope. Right. Exactly. Oh, well, I don't know about y'all. I got to see it, and I did sit in the fifth row. Oh, right. yeah. Yo, that's the, half, that's the half Jewish. I did have a hookup. Shout out to Ariana yeah. Rodriguez. I love you. All right. All right. I couldn't even see that on cable. I had to get the, I, I, I didn't have the Disney app. I didn't have the Disney uh, the Disney Plus. service. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm like, how much? Disney how much? Plus? And I left the testimonial afterwards, Jamie, and I did say it was life changing, just like everybody else. They didn't use mine because it was generic, but it's all good. Just kidding, I'm a, no testimonial. I'm gonna wait till I go to the yard to see Hamilton. 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 Speaking of speaking of cats, I remember like uh, going. I was at a Dominican Republic resort, and they had um, they had the, the Dominican version of cats. They, it was gatos. 
That's not even a joke. I was like, yo, is this? No. this, is, this I never saw the show, but I, I've never seen the English version of the show, but I saw the Dominican version, Gatos. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know how to do this song. Dímelo, dímelo, gato. Guys, last bye. Oh, and just shout out to Broadway. We really uh, hope that you guys recover and come back. And, and New York loves Broadway. Um, real quick, this, this is a quick bite um, that I thought was interesting. X-rated live streaming site. I am live, which I've never heard. Not that I know about my streaming, my porn streaming sites, but I've never heard of it. <laughs> I am live. Um, they marked uh, last weekend's World Homeless Day by buying a bunch of hot dogs from Papayas, a New York, is a New York hot dog staple. All right. And Papayas is used to feeding people some meat. Yeah. Um, and so are so is I am live, uh, I guess. <laughs> um, so they're they're in the same, you know, similar, similar things. Um, Frank, do you want to give like the, the viewer, uh, the listeners, if they don't know what papayas is? Because it's like a New York like, institution. Yeah. Papayas like a new, new there was a lot of papayas. They were like Nathan hot dogs. So they're like all over the city. And there's one left in Manhattan. It's on 72nd and Broadway. And like people pull up there like four or five o'clock in the morning and you get a papaya, you get a hot dog for like a dollar, dollar fifty, I believe. Now. Back in the day, it used to be 50 cents. Right. And now it's like a dollar fifty, and like they stack it with sauerkraut, onions, you know, mustard, ketchup, and like, I mean, you get the itis after you eat two. And hey, you gotta order that shit quick. You can't be up in there like looking at a menu and shit. Right. You gotta know. It's like the soup Nazi. It's like they'll throw you out if you're like waiting, you know, taking too long. Um, <laughs> but I think this is interesting. Like, you know, this porn service is actually trying to do good. You know what I mean? Um, and hot dogs, I think, is a good food. It kind of links it up. You know, maybe you know, papaya is also a Cuban. Like, Cuban worth of vagina, right? Really? Oh, I didn't know that, Jamie. According to that. Google, according to Google and Alexa. Oh, snap. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think maybe like maybe like an oyster place should should also get involved with this. Wow. So you have another a food resembling, you know, uh, well, you know what an oyster resembles. And oysters like. are an aphrodisiac, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They oh. are. Um, aphrodisiac is something that gets you horny for the, the slow pe uh, people in our audience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I am live. I wonder what else they want to help out with. Maybe they can help. Like they can do like a make a wish foundation. You wow. know, maybe <laughs> maybe like a kid's dying wish is to just be in a porn on a porn set, you know, and go eat papayas afterwards, like make a fist. I don't know. Um, make a what? Make a fist. <laughs> make a fist. <laughs> hey, look, I don't know. Make a wish. Get it. Get it. Got you. But I look at the end of the day, I think this is a good cause. You know, wieners for bums. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. And bums is another. Yeah, it's a British way of saying butt. That was a joke. My there. bum. Are you looking at my bum? <laughs> my bum. Are you, is that wiener for my bum? <laughs> you have a bun for my bum. Is this an underground club hosted by pills? <laughs> Hello. Can you see me? It's me through your ring video chime doorbell. Hello. Oh, wow. Calling it back. And that's all for the bites. And now it's time for Frank Spiracy News. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hi, Frank. Pills, you're okay? They're all right? Can you hear us? Okay. Got you. Yeah, I got you. How's everyone? Frank, Frank really tests his mic in the beginning of, of his Frank Spiracy News. With it's that. the animal. He's got something good for us. I can see it. Oh, yeah, I sure do. Listen, guys, in honor of Indigenous Day and us having pills on the show today, I have a good I have a great one for you guys. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, we need to paint a Santa Maria. Yes, <laughs> guys. They, they, Somebody call Biggie Smalls because this sounds juicy. Oh. <laughs> The only Christopher I celebrate is Christopher Wallace. You heard you saw the meme all day, right? That meme was everywhere, but I do I do co-sign. Anyway, go ahead. Rachel, pills, I can't believe they, they duped us again. I found this out. I was doing a little bit of uh, research back then, and I went in a little deep, deeper pills, and I found out that one of our biggest composers of all time, Beethoven, he's black. No. Pills. Not the creo. Not the creo. Not the creo. 
No, 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 no. Like B-E-T no. Beethoven? <laughs> B-E-T Beethoven. <laughs> wow, Rachel. It is B-E-T. Wow. I, I can't believe wow. it. I'm so amazed. Tell me more. <laughs> Like Bay, like B E Y. <laughs> what does this mean? Because his music was amazing. Dad, this is really crazy. Listen, his listen to me. His father was like a well-to-do, like you know, he was a rich dude, and the mother was like a black lady in Europe. She was a Moor. That's what they called them back then. Black people in Europe back then were called Moors. Moors kind of ruled Europe at, at a time, and they also ruled. Uh, Spain for over 500 years so people saying that he's black and I'm going to show you guys proof that yo this guy was black I can't believe it I, I mean I'm, I'm shocked some of his contemporaries say say things like there was no pictures back then there were paintings only of like people so some of his contemporaries have said stuff like Beethoven had uh, hair like uh, his hair was um, coarse dark eyes and skin his, and his nose was thick. His face was darkish, brown like a mulatto. Wait. Yes. Are you sure he wasn't wait, Dominican? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> was Beethoven <laughs> Dominican? <laughs> I, got a, I got a better one for you. Listen, guys, a lot of Dominicans are, are Moors because when Christopher Columbus came oh, to the New York, dark-skinned Italians, right? Yeah. And he didn't, bring, he didn't bring the white guys. The black guys were willing to go out to sea. So he brought a lot of uh, more. Yeah, they were like, oh, you going to DR? Yeah, go, son. Yo, they going to DR, son. Yo, get your shit. Let's go. Son. Yes. Rachel, that's what we get more. That's what we get the word more. Moro. Oh, shit. Wait, hold up. I also heard that Beethoven had a big, a big brown instrument. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the piano. Oh, OK, OK. What are yo? Get your mind out the gutter. That's what we get Mori soñando from. Okay. Okay, the oranges get get the milk dark, right? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, I don't know about that one, but okay. I don't know about that one either. And then your pills, you know, there's a lot of people say say amor. People say more. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what we yeah. that's what more is, right? Yeah. So we get that from. And yeah. listen, people also say that they, he put powder on his hands, just like Michael Jackson and Trujillo, like you know, he powdered himself up and he also did a relaxer in his hair. People wouldn't know that he's black. They had relaxer back then? Yeah, they put like, it was called lie. So they make their hair lie. straight. So his dad would make his hair straight so people would know that he's black. See this so crazy? wait, like, are, was he then, was he just light skinned? Because are, are all those pictures dumb. fake of him? He no, was they were, he was, listen to me. He was a little, as a matter of fact, Jamie, I didn't want to go into this, but he kind of looked like you a little bit. Oh, <laughs> when you shit. let your hair grow, yeah. I can see a little Beethoven. A little... <laughs> yeah, he was cafe con leche. He was cafe con leche. That's what it is. Jaytoven? They used to call me Jaytoven. Yes, son. Jaytoven. That's, that's it, right there. That's it. <laughs> Guys, this has happened before. You remember when I spoke about Abraham Lincoln and how he was black? Yes. And I proved to you guys, and the, the audience was there, and I proved to you guys, every coin of every white uh, president is always silver, and Abraham Lincoln is the only dark coin, and he's facing the other way when you place them all together. Copper. Oh, shit. Guys, they don't want to tell you this, guys. This is real, real stuff. And just like you're finding out, right, with this new new about Christopher Columbus, you're going to start finding out some other interesting things about our history. Okay? And you're going to find certain people were black or certain people were white. But they lied to us about a lot of lineage, about a lot of uh, people that we kind of grew up on. Like, it's so weird. Now we're taking down Christopher Columbus uh, statues all over the world, right? We're finding out that he didn't do good things in the new world and to our people. And you're going to start finding out certain people that you thought were white were actually white, black. Wow, Frank. You've got to really share this information with us. We need you. We Thank need you. to understand black history for we, real, for real. We need you. Hey, that's why I'm here for the LOL listeners and the, the, the LOLs. I'm here to give the, the, the real news, the real facts. So um, we, could, we could pump out, like, we could pump out, you know, classical music on Black History Month. Because we like, yo, Beethoven, yo. Yo. Turn it up, son. Turn that shit up. <laughs> yo, turn it up. Yo, turn that piano sonata, sonata number 14 up, yo. 
Yo, that's symphony number the nine. Section. The woodwind section is on fire, son. You hear the oboe? Guys, well, people starting to find out. And, and by the way, this was trending on Twitter in June, like big time. And what people started to do is take like the classical music and Michigan with like hip hop and rap. Because people like, yo, this dude was black and they're taking the classical and they're mixing with, with rap. And you got to check it out on YouTube. It's some crazy shit. Like, yo, this 2021, we're going to find out some real shit right now. It's going to get real. Wow. Well, let That's it be. Sure. Let it flow. Thanks, Frank. That's amazing. Thanks, Frank. Thank you, folks. Thank you so much. Yes. All right. Well, I believe now it's time for Kelo K. You guys, it is time for que lo que. So, yo, Mr. Pills, que lo que, loco. All right. Que lo que. As always, much love and dabs to our partners at Yero.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. If you haven't checked it out, the Latinx Heritage Month Spotlight, please do. They are following the leaders who are working to change their communities on the daily. Make sure you log on to Yero.com. L-L-E-L-O.com to find out who these men are. Right. And don't forget to follow me, <laughs> Mr. Pills, on Instagram and 4F Music on Spotify. We got all the hot records for your ear. Holla. Yes. Yes. Tell them. You know what I'm saying? All right, who's Beethoven. next? Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> who's next, yo? Atención, Latinx business owners. Google has announced a $3 million grant to Hispanics in philanthropy's hashtag power up fund. Together with Eureka, a community built to support and grow underrepresented small businesses, the power up fund will not only help grow Latino small businesses, but also help entrepreneurs build the skills to continue that growth in the future. Applications for this $5,000 grant and intensive mentoring program are open now, okay? And they're open to businesses in California, Texas, and New York. All right, so we've been talking about, we talked about this before, and we are really encouraging you to apply now. Um, the URL is pretty long, so you should just go to our Instagram page, Latinos Allowed, check out the URL, and sign up. Word. Go get that capital for your business, people. $5,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah, um, hashtag power of fun, doing good things. Uh, and also, my uh, socials are... Uh, Jay Ferns Instagram and Jay underscore Fern, Jay underscore Ferns Twitter. All right. All right, Frank. All right, guys. This is from Uptown Collect. This is big news. This is a big deal. Our sister in Uptown Luminary, Mino Laura, is running for New York City Council seat, District 11 in the Bronx. No. This is huge. Mino founded the People's Theater Project, a theater and a social nonprofit with $400, it now employs a staff of over 20 people and serves over a thousand young people annually with an operating budget of 1 million. Her platform is focused on justice for all, racial justice, justice for immigrants, healthcare, economic justice, housing justice, education justice, and cultural justice and criminal justice reform. That's this a lot of justice. That's a yeah. lot of justice and yeah. we need it. Vote for me, no. What about the Justice League? I swear Superman to God. Superman and Batman. This is huge. The pandemic made it clear who actually rises to the occasion in times of crisis. It's us, the people. We're a community of dreamers and doers who make the Bronx home and keep the city running. The campaign is fueled by our joy, our pain, our passion. As a councilwoman, I will bring this fire to City Hall, says Lora. Oh, I thought you were saying, I was like, wait, you're a councilwoman? No, that's her. You're quoting her. You're quoting yes. her. Yes, that's wow. from her. Yes. And I, wow, that's strong. And she's been doing a lot of strong things in the community and big things in Washington Heights and in the in the neighborhood. And I wish her well, man. She's really been putting work over all these years. And the yeah. website, you guys, if you want to check out more on Mino's campaign, go to MinoForTheBronx.com. That's M-I-N-O ForTheBronx.com. Bra!
I okay I have a few shout outs to you guys I love how we're just empowering Latinos with information and also moving our people forward as we always do I have to shout out one of our avid listeners he's always tuned in Carmelo Quinones yes he's a super fan of our show and he is working with a wonderful organization that I just want to call to your attention every three minutes someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer and for patients with leukemia and lymphoma and other life-threatening diseases a exists. Be the Match is a community of donors, volunteers, healthcare professionals, and researchers who deliver cures by helping patients get the life-saving blood stem cell transplants that they need. More young people of diverse racial and ethnic heritage are needed now. We need to help patients search for a match. So people, if you're between the ages of 18 and 32, you are urgently needed. So please look into this organization. You can make a difference in someone's life and join be the match registry today so go to be the match.org and to join people need to meet age and health guidelines as well as be willing to donate to any patient in need registration involves completing a health history form and giving a swab of cheek cells that's it not a lot to save a life a blood stem cell transplant replaces a patient's unhealthy blood-forming cells with healthy ones. The cells used in transplants come from three sources, marrow, peripheral blood stem cells, and umbilical cord blood. You can learn more at bethematch.org. So let's save some lives, people. Um, and then on a lesser serious note, please follow me at Rachel Laloca. Let's talk. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I love when you guys slide in our DMs and tell us the guests that you'd like on the show or you know any sort of facts that you want us pumped out there a lot of this information is coming from you our friends the listeners and we want you to use this as a platform the same way we do so hit us up individually or at we are latinos out loud on ig twitter any of the socials i want to give a big shout out to kevin montano aka mr pills for being our guest co-host yeah boo and for everything you're doing for our community to my goodness and for so many years and everybody else working on the show francis genesis ba everybody everybody and to you guys my brethren let's keep it moving and on that note we out there have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.